This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Dang it, he's talented, and let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. Here we go. It is hour three of the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM as we get you ready for Thanksgiving. Coming up in the next hour, find out how we're betting on Turkey Day in the NFL. Then at 8.20, it is still a Women of Wagertainment Wednesday. Wait, it's not. It's Tuesday, right? It's Wednesday? No, it's Wednesday. Oh, nail it. Okay. I'm like you, Chelsea. I'm all over the place. So we're still going to bring in Kate Constable, host of The Better Angle, and find out where she's putting her money this week. And finally, at 845, find out who the Dongster is wagering on tonight when we bring you our best bets. Chelsea, I got a curveball thrown at me yesterday. I was on TMZ Live. They reached out to me and said, hey, here's some topics you want to come on today. I was like, sure. I'm not doing anything. So I finished the show early, and... Of course, they send me this list of topics, and I'm like, one was Taylor Swift breaks a heel on stage, walks around like Barbie. I was like, no, thank you. Another one was a fight on a plane. So I looked that up. I'm like, this is interesting. Okay. And then was Wayne Brady. You know Wayne Brady from Whose Line Is It Anyway back in the day? Sings now. Great skit on Chappelle's show many years ago. He was in a car wreck and hit and run. Someone hit him, had an altercation. They ran away. I was like, hmm, I can talk about Wayne Brady. Who doesn't like Wayne Brady? And then there was Elon Musk suing Media Matters, the media watchdog group. I was like, I guess I can talk about that. I said, these are the three topics that I can talk about. They come back and they say, hey, it's Wayne Brady. I'm like, easy. Who doesn't love Wayne Brady? This will be a 10-second soundbite on TMZ, right? Now, at this time, I'm cleaning my weed pen. So as I'm doing it, I'm like trying to clean things up. So I'm not really high, but I'm a little buzzy, feeling pretty good. I'm like, all I have to do is go on TMZ two seconds and say, who doesn't love Wayne Brady? Hope he's okay. See you later. I get on because they're so weird. They're they're all over the place. And when they, they call randomly, and I'm like, yeah, I got to get on the air. Throw everything on, and the guy in my ear goes, hey, man, 
um, we're about ready to get you on. Quick change here. Can you talk about Elon Musk instead? And I was like, I, sure. He goes, okay. Okay, go, go, go. Like that. It was so quick, and I'm like, so all of a sudden, I've had no time to think. I was not prepared to talk about Elon Musk suing Media Matters. I thought I was going to have a one- or two-line spiel about Wayne Brady and a hit-and-run. I'm feeling pretty good. And so I don't know how it happened, but I just eviscerated Elon Musk. It was about 20 to 30 seconds. Nailed it. I see, I swear to God, I see Catherine peer around the corner like, what is this? And then the guy was so stunned, I finished, and he goes, yeah, that was, that was really good. And I was like, great, thanks. That could have been a total disaster. That was one of those things where I was at a crossroads there, and I finally just took it down the right path. But it was a little scary there, a little dicey there for a second when they say, can you talk about something that is totally different, and you have three to four seconds to mentally prepare. Not even that long. They were just like, can you talk about it? Sure. Okay, go. It was crazy. But, Jenks, I feel like I know you pretty well, or at least the way or the things that you're interested in. I am surprised Mm -hmm. that you didn't choose this one from the jump. Because I feel like you're really interested in technology. You're interested in Twitter and X. So I feel like if I put you on the spot with Elon Musk or anything Twitter related, I -hmm. feel like you'd have a great answer. So this is not shocking to me at all. Like at least they didn't ask you about like ASAP Rocky or like some random rapper that has a baby with like Kylie Jenner or something. I feel like this was actually one that you were probably well equipped to at least have something on. Yeah, I appreciate that. The one thing I always worry about with TMZ, because journalistic credibility is important to me, is not going down a road where I ever undermine that. And so they give you a list of topics and you choose like two or three that you're, they say, choose three here. And I said, okay, I'm most comfortable with these three. And then they tell you which one you're going to talk about. So that was my number one preference. I would rather talk about this because it's a legitimate topic. I have a strong opinion on this. So I got to talk about it. I just wasn't prepared for it. So I'm glad it worked out. Wait, can we hear it? Like, what was your take? I want to hear it now. Go. My take was, well, (laughs) my take is this, is that this is like screaming fire in a crowded mall because Elon Musk is suing Media Matters, which is a media watchdog group, because they have come out and said, we have noticed advertisers putting ads on X, and it's alongside anti-Semitic comments. He is trying to distract you from the fact that Elon himself liked and was in a discussion about anti-Semitism. He was liking himself on his own platform, anti-Semitic comments. So he is trying to distract you from the fact that he is the very reason why this is happening, and advertisers were already pulling off of X before Media Matters came out with this report. So this is Elon Musk saying, I can't believe, I can't believe there would be an ad alongside anti-Semitic comments on my website or on my social media platform. This is clearly Media Matters trying to manipulate the algorithm. No, you yourself less than a week ago did this. You own this platform, and like I always say about Elon, I've said it on this show, just because you're an expert in one area doesn't mean you're an expert in all areas. So you might be brilliant at Tesla or creating SpaceX exploration, 
It doesn't mean you are qualified to run a social media platform, and he is not. This is his own fault, so he's just going to sue someone else and say, oh, no, the reason why there's anti-Semitism is on, is on my site is because of you. He himself did this. That was my rant. Yeah, doesn't he control the algorithm? Like, this feels yes. like a very stupid point when he's the it's one that's in charge of it. Like the point, you should be pointing the finger in the mirror, Elon. But I didn't know any yeah. of this stuff was going on. So you knew way more than I did. So that was actually very informative. Oh, thank you, Tulsa. I appreciate that. It's time for me to be informed about something. I don't know what this is. We're going to bring in Bill, Bill Rowland, our fine executive producer. And Bill's got something he wants to play for me. For us, yeah. I don't know what this is. And he's looking for reaction. Well, we've always talked on this show. We're, if anything, honest yes. about things. We keep receipts. Yeah. I'm going to give you an opportunity here. Okay. To either back up. Okay. Or deny that okay. you want to stay with this. Okay. So this was earlier this summer. I think this goes back to August. Okay. So Double D, go ahead. Oh, he's no. the commissioner of the Big 12 Conference. Okay. Not for Texas Tech of the conference. And he tells everyone at Texas, this is probably, you can look at this. They, it was on ESPN. And he says, hey, listen, I'm going to be in Austin when you guys are down there taking on Texas. And I expect you to take care of business. When Texas plays Texas Tech in Austin, Thanksgiving week, I'm calling it right now. Clip this off. I'm calling it right now. There will be at least a minimum of one controversial call that changes the complexion of the game. Garen Teed. Guaranteed. Clip it off now. So we clipped it. Yeah. Is it's a guarantee. Absolutely. I'm giving you now it's what 24 hours or so to yes. the game? Yeah. Are you still staying with your original statement, sir? One thousand percent. One thousand percent. There is a clip from the Iowa State game. Like it's comical. It's it's comical. Adnai Mitchell runs out of bounds, gets the first down. Right? Easily past the marker. The official takes football, moves it back half yard. Or, sorry, yard and a half. He goes, boop. What was? I mean, it clears day. He just takes it and goes, hmm. it, It's minor stuff like that. There will be. There will be a major call. If you're going to watch this game, there's going to be one call, and you're like, and the announcer's going to say something like, I don't think I see it there. Or there's going to be an offensive lineman who's going to have one of our defensive linemen in a chokehold, and it will not be called. I promise you, it happens every single game. Burt Auburn, our field goal kicker, okay, sideshow Burt, as we call him, he's getting ready to line up for a field goal. Iowa State, what happens? Ah, some random penalty. No, it wasn't really a penalty, but they wanted to move him back five yards, and they did, and they made it a 50-yarder. So, they're, and he, thankfully... Kicked it through, but it's little things like that that they do all the time just to make it a little bit harder for Texas. But this weekend, after that promise, guaranteed, you will see a major call that makes zero sense whatsoever. I absolutely stand by this statement. Well, Jenks, here's where we disagree then, because these are very astute points. And if you truly mm -hmm. believe this, wouldn't you take the points with Texas Tech saying, okay, the refs are going to try to make this closer? Yes, but also the money has moved the line from 14 to 12 and a half. So now I think there's value on Texas, Chelsea. And I'll tell you something else.
You don't think this hasn't been bulletin board material for months and months and months? Senior night in Austin? A Texas Tech team that honestly is not very good. That's the real key here. And also, Texas has to win this game to go to the Big 12 championship game. You can try and screw us refs, and I know you will, especially if it's Kevin Marr. He is the worst. The biggest two clown shows in the Big 12. Number one, the commissioner, Brett Yormark. Number two, Kevin Marr, when he referees again. Did you ever see the highlight when Texas recovered a fumble? The referee looks at our player. Kevin Marr looks at our player and says, no, 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 no. When have you ever seen a referee, a guy celebrating, recovering a fumble, and the referee says, no, 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 no. They send it to replay. The replay like, yeah, he recovered the fumble. They're the worst. Go ahead, try and screw us. The donkey stomping is coming. It is coming, and it's coming in a big way. Thank you, Double D. Again, this game doesn't feel personal at all for Michael Jenkins. No. For your no. sake, I do hope that this game is so close, so out of range that an official official call cannot sway it one way or the other. Because that's the thing about referees. If the game's not close, it feels like their power is very limited. It has to yes. be a close game in order for their calls to make a big difference. So I'm hoping that this game is not close. And we will not see any chaos when it comes from, uh, what was the guy's name? Mark something? The referee, Kevin Marr. I hope he's not officiating Kevin Marr. God, he's you called worst. him out by name. Yes, I don't think I've ever heard Kevin anybody do that. And he's not one of the main knows. ones. Oh, God. If you get Kevin Marr, it's like, oh, God, here we go again. Here we go. It's Kevin Marr. It, does he only hate Texas or does he hate everybody? Well... It's mainly Texas, mm. but also this. Remember, this is not a coincidence. When Oklahoma played Oklahoma State, and now one of the worst calls I've seen was, was it Drake Stoops getting pulled down in the end zone on an interference call that was the difference in the game, and Oklahoma did not get the call. It was egregious. Why? Oklahoma's leaving the Big 12. And then, then oh my God, you're going to be so fired up here. And then all of a sudden, Brent Venables steps on the field to say something to the referee. Boom, flag. Five minutes earlier, a few minutes earlier, they showed Mike Gundy walking on the field, taking off his glasses, yelling at the referee. No flag. Brent Venables does it. And I'm defending Oklahoma, for God's sake. I'm simply saying they have it out for the teams that are leaving the Big 12. This is it a very sounds like you show, have a Chelsea. case, though. Like, I believe you. I'm telling you, you presented I do. With a plethora of evidence. And right now, I feel like the referees for this game are watching, like, Scott Foster hype videos. They're like, man, this guy's the best in the business. <laughs> it's you and Kane. We got to get Look on his call. level. So everybody knows our names. Because uh, that's the Scott thing. Foster. I had never heard of the ref that you were talking about. Because usually, there are some referees that are notorious across all sports that when you see him on the call or whatever, you're like, oh, God, Angel Hernandez, we know how this game is going to go. It's going to be the worst calls mm. you've ever seen. So maybe one day he will find himself on the Mount Rushmore of terriblest refs across all of sports. But until then, uh, you got to get on Scott Foster's level. Maybe this will be his springboard moment, the Texas and oh. Texas Tech game. I am literally going to... I am going to find the videos that I have seen 
I am going to compile them and I'm going to send them to everyone on this show. Full conspiracy theory style. I swear can't to God, wait. I am, I, I'm going to do it. And you guys are going to be like, you're a psycho. And you know what? I don't care. Back into the left. Back into the left. <laughs> oh, man. I got, I got a thing I got to do. I got to go to Walmart. Um, I, hey, Jinx. Hey, I'm going to go. I got a thing. So who do you like in tomorrow's games, by the way? This is supposed to be oh. NFL. We got on a tangent. <laughs> Chelsea, yeah, like there are three games seconds. tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> So Packers, Lions, Commanders, Cowboys, Seahawks, 49ers. What are your picks, Chelsea? Uh, Packers plus seven and a half. Cowboys, Commanders over. Oh, God, the Niners? I don't. Yeah. Niners outright. I don't like that game. Yeah, I don't either. Man, we nailed that NFL segment, didn't we? That was perfect. Nailed it. Coming up next here on the show. What does Kate Constable have on her Thanksgiving Day betting plate? Maybe she will bet the NFL. It is next on the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. With Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Welcome back on a Wednesday. The Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM, Double D. I was trying to get that little guitar riff in. You know who loves that? Roger. from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. in the east. She's Chelsea. I'm Jinx. Coming up in just a bit, Kate Constable serves up all the fixins with her favorite plays of the week. Chelsea, I saw this story, and I'm stunned that I had not heard about it, and it's remarkable. North Carolina, I know you hate North Carolina, but their field hockey coach is Aaron Matson. This is an incredible story. On Sunday... The UNC women's field hockey team beat Northwestern 2-1 to in overtime. Their 11th national title and fifth in six years. Matson, their head coach, is 23. She just played for the Tar Heels last year. She won four national titles. She was the national player of the year three times. She graduated. They said, we need a coach. How about you? She's 23 years old and is the youngest head coach ever in college history to win a national title. That is remarkable. Well, she was probably working with some pretty good talent, and I will say, since she played on the very team the year before, she probably knows the intricacies of this lineup or whatever you call field hockey pretty well. So I feel like she's pretty well-equipped for this job. And I don't know how the talent is dispersed in field hockey, but Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes in the sports that are not like the quote unquote main ones, like if you have a great recruiting class, like how much coaching do you really need to do? Like, I'm not saying she's not doing any coaching. I am just saying that if they have a talented enough roster and she kind of has the blueprint laid out that they had the years before when they won all those national championships, It's probably, I don't want to knock her because I do think it's a great accomplishment, but do you get what I'm saying? It feels like the blueprint and the foundation has already been laid. 
Yeah, I agree. But also, to be 23 years old and to go from a player to a coach immediately, that's just never done. It's just never. And also, think about the responsibilities of being a head coach. It's being in front of the media. It's organizing practices. It's recruiting. So if you're just talking about coaching, well, yeah, you're putting the same team on the field. But there's so much that comes with that that's behind the scenes, all these obligations that you have. And to handle all of that and coach a team at 23, I just find incredible. Oh, for sure. And it is. But think about the age of some of these superstars in the main sports where they are going for media press conferences all the time. Like, always forget how young some of these players are in the NBA. And think about when you were 19, because that's even younger. And they are guys who are making millions of dollars. They are Mm -hmm. having to represent not only themselves, but themselves as a brand. So I think that we see this a lot in sports where people kind of have to grow up. And sometimes you'll see some growing pains. And some people you know, just are really good in the spotlight. Like, look at LeBron James. I think the single most impressive thing that he has done is Mm -hmm. keep a good image, despite the spotlight being white hot on him since the day that he set foot on, like, a basketball court in high school. Like, I feel like he's had very few missteps, and that's really impressive. I agree. Man, what a story. I'm sorry I did not mention that sooner, but I'm glad I got it in. Thanksgiving is upon us, guys, so it's time to bring in someone who deserves a seat at the table. Here to lay down the law. Very grateful to you, Constable. Thank you, Constable. With her favorite picks for today. Is Clark. She fires and goes! It's Kate Constable. And may the Schwartz be with you. Here we go. You know her. You love her. She is the host of The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. Find her on Twitter and TikTok as well. It is Kate Constable. Kate, good morning. Before we get started, quick question. Do you think it should be a federal offense to fart on an airplane? I'm so glad you brought that up, Jenks. It should 1,000% be a federal offense. You know when they do the whole spiel of like, it's a federal offense to smoke on this airplane. Smoking in lavatories, not permitted. Uh, farting in lavatories, permitted. Farting in the cabin, okay. federal offense. Federal offense. Ooh. Go do your business in uh, in the bathroom if you need to. It's there for a reason. So what I thank you for bringing that up. This is a big issue that we have on airplanes these days. Big issue. I can't tell you how many farts I ate yesterday. <laughs> I, I ate a couple farts on this airplane yesterday. Oh. Sitting in my seat, it was it was a 34 minute flight. You couldn't you couldn't hold it in for 34 minutes. Come on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we need to preface this by saying this was not a random question. Kate literally tweeted this word for word the other day. So we had to bring it up. But Kate, I would counter with the fact that these people probably aren't trying to fart, right? Do you think one just slips out? So what about the people who mistakenly fart? 
is it kind of like manslaughter uh, uh, as opposed to like murder? Like you're still a, an offender, but not as much. Because I would imagine some of these people aren't doing it on purpose. So if you're going to federally prosecute them, there has to be some kind of tier to it. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, Thanks. Yeah, I guess I can't really counter that, Chelsea. I mean, take me to court, you might win. <laughs> I just feel I love like that Chelsea had a follow-up fart point. question. I did. Yeah, follow-up fart Thanks, question, counselor. Too. Let's hear it. <laughs> But, like, think about it. Have you ever had a fart that l just slipped out? I think we've all been in that. Jenks is rolling his I eyes. Mean, I mean, come I on. Like let's be real. Like, yes. Chelsea, I'm with you. Yes. Uh, for all, I mean, but on an airplane, I feel like that's different because you're aware of your surroundings. Like, maybe you crop dust a, a crowd every once in a while. But on an airplane, when you know that... <laughs> there's so many people around you and you have to kind of like be aware of others uh. then you just hold it or get up and go to the bathroom that's like i don't know i just feel like on an airplane it's different than if you're walking through the mall or something and something just slips out but let me have a second of your time to explain some of the physics that goes into farts on a plane because I have read into this because I have learned not to eat certain foods movie, before I get on an airplane. Plane. Because think about the air pressure in the cabin. It's really tough to keep some things in because you are, you know, going across so many levels of air pressure. So I think this is what makes your stomach like it kind of pushes on your stomach. So some of these people may have eaten something and they didn't realize that the cabin pressure changes when you go up in the air. So I don't know if it's their fault. I don't think that they are doing this on purpose. I think they are just uneducated on why it is very tough to hold in your farts on a plane. <laughs> I never thought I mean, someone on this show would defend farting on a plane, but Chelsea said, listen, it's not easy holding it in. Can I, uh, can I question the witness? Yes. Kate, I, I have a few questions for you. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Were bro. you able to identify the offender? No, I wasn't. Oh, it's impossible. Well, it's not sometimes, like, how impossible. Do you do, I mean, sometimes, sometimes you, you can know. figure it out. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you But there's yeah. always stereotyping. Like, if there's a big that's, dude that's on a true. plane and there's a bad smell, doesn't everybody just automatically point their finger at them? It's never like the petite grandma. But I bet she yeah. farts too. That's true. That's true. Um, I'll counter your argument, Tulsa. I had to fart on the airplane yesterday, and I did not do it because there were people around me traveling. Thank you for your service, your Kate. System, right? I was I was on vacation. I was eating <laughs> junk all week. Like my body just needs like a, a piece of celery and like some kale. I did not do it because I was trying to be respectful. Others need to. But here's you. the thing: the people who are actually eating the healthiest, I think those are the people you should be pointing your finger at. Because have you ever had a kale smoothie before you went up in the air? That's the worst. That is the struggle of a lifetime, trying not to fart after a kale smoothie at the airport. Airport. <laughs> well. Uh, you make it. You no, make continue. It. This is great. No, I, Jenks, I, you I'm don't just, have anything I, to say. Yeah, let's act like Jenks, Bill, Come and David, on. who are all sitting in front of us here, have never had this issue. I just love that this horse. turned into a, a very serious conversation about farting on an airplane. I'm with Kate here. 
listen, we've all been there. You've eaten something. I might as well just jump in here. That's where we are. <laughs> Here's the thing. You can't fart in a small tube, okay? Because it's not going anywhere. And that air is just going to be recirculated again and again and again. And airplanes are cramped enough as it is. I understand. We've all had stomach problems. That's what the lavatory is for. It's not like you don't have a place to go. So what you do is you say, oh, I need to fart. Otherwise... And I, if, if I don't go to the laboratory, I'm going to crop dust this entire plane. No, you say, I'm going to hold this in. I'm going to go to the laboratory immediately. I'm going to do my business. Then I'll go back to my seat and I will show respect for my fellow passengers. But I don't know if there are many situations where you can say, you know what? I'll just let one rip here in 8A <laughs> and see how it goes from here. No, do not do that. I'm, if you have to go, I get it. But I think nine times out of ten, you can make your way to the bathroom. Thank you, Jinx. You're welcome. Go ahead, David. You look like you want to talk. Well, first off, <laughs> first off, I don't know why the big guys get blamed for the farts on the planes. Let's get that straight right now. I'm oh. not saying I do. I'm saying that is the stereotype. Yeah. Stereotyping is bad for business. Secondly, what if you're sleeping? <laughs> If you're sleeping, they, they, people do. They don't fart. count. Yeah. People <laughs> fart when they sleep. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If it's involuntary in a sleeping, if you're going through REM and you somehow let one out, fine. But if you're actively awake and, and just knowingly doing it, not, not okay. But not you okay. said. There was intent there. Kate, you already yeah. said. Criminal intent. REM fart. If it's a rim <laughs> fart, it's different because you don't really know that you're doing it. If you're like kind of exactly. sleeping, you're like, eh, I'll just let it go here. I don't want to move. I'm tired. That's different. But a rim fart, that's, that's true. That's a deep sleep fart. True. A rim fart is totally different. Intent <laughs> is the issue. Intent. <laughs> Intent. All right, yes. That's the crux. I have one closing argument. Maybe we'll get a few p picks in here. Maybe. I remember back in middle school, there was a saying that said, ye who smelt it dealt it Jesus, so kate Chelsea. are you sure you were the person that was not doing the farting chelsea and the other rhyme is whoever said the rhyme did the crime were you on that airplane yesterday were you sitting in the back and i didn't see you <laughs> no i wasn't i was not on your 34 minute flight kate <laughs> connection flight my second flight of the day which there were also farts on that one was three hours um so it, it was just a whole, a whole deal. No, but it was not me that did that um, yesterday. Thank you for I your service. In, Again, we really applaud your effort. She was flying flatulence air yesterday and it <laughs> lived up to its reputation. Chelsea, I'm going to try. Okay, I'm going to try to get in a pick here. Yeah. Iowa, Nebraska tomorrow. Which team will crop dust the other? Oh. <laughs> Amazing, amazing transition, oh, Jenks. That's why you uh, you do what you do here. Um, I think uh, the the Huskers are going to get dusted a little bit, crop dusted. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Actually, they're both going to because this game's going under 26 and a half. Yes. Oh, we're going under here, baby. Guess what? Hell yeah. The last, 
Uh, nine Iowa games with over-unders of 35 or lower since the start of 2022 are a perfect nine for nine to the under. Matt Fortuna tweets this out every week after an Iowa game goes under, and last week tweeted this out, nine for nine. Uh, it's incredible. I was only given up two touchdowns in the last five games. Like, you limit teams to field goals, probably going to stay under. So I'm going under here with the Hawkeyes 26 and a half. Yeah, I was really good at holding it in, uh, shall we say, when it comes to those totals. <laughs> All right, so we probably have enough time for one more play. So of the board, give us your favorite of the rest of these picks. Okay, well, I love the Timberwolves tonight because the Sixers are coming off of an overtime game. They have to travel to Minnesota tonight. Joel Embiid played 41 minutes last night. Love the Wolves there. I also like Ohio State taking the points without Harbaugh on the sideline. J.J. McCarthy's numbers, if you look those up, significantly worse when he is not uh, on the sidelines. And Ohio State's defense playing some of the best it has as of late. So I'm taking the Buckeyes plus the points uh, in the game on Saturday. She is Kate Constable. Check her out as host of The Better Angle each and every Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. And if you sit next to her on a plane, for the love of God, do not let one rip. Kate, thank you. Thanks, guys. This was fun. Oh, have a happy Thanksgiving. Coming up next on the show, this has been one for the books, I have to say. That was something. Farts. Never thought I'd see it. <laughs> All right. We'll pick some winners next on the Daily Tip from MQL, presented by BetMGM. Stay right there. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Oh, yeah. Turn it up, Double D. Thanksgiving on the Daily Tipper Back You Out, presented by BetFGM. Great to have you along with us. I'm Michael Jenkins, live in Washington, D.C. She is Chelsea Messenger, live in Nashville, Tennessee. In just moments, our best bets. Chelsea, once and for all, tell the people what you're doing for Thanksgiving. I'd love to know. Yeah, we're having the whole family over, which it's mostly my immediate family, so it's not like a huge thing. It's me uh jake obviously my husband my daughter my mom my dad my brother and his girlfriend which okay she seems nice but she is also <laughs> quite young my brother is older oh. than me and i believe she is 23. oh i've been there well i done. did that boy i tell you what i got caught up in that the whole twin flames thing i can tell you some stories it wasn't great. It wasn't great. I hope it works out better for him. But during COVID, that time when I was going through my divorce and all that stuff, I dated a girl who was 23, then turned 24. Oh, my God. Oh, what a time. What a time. I'm glad it's over. I'm glad I, I love how now. that is one of the justifications. When you're dating somebody, you know you're dating somebody young when they say, well, she's turning 24 in january you're like okay well you know the two extra <laughs> it's not months good. 
really made a big difference there. Yeah, I I don't disagree with you. Um, I just hope it works out for your brother. Quite the age difference, but I've been there. You never know. You never know. Sometimes it works out, but they're going to be a Thanksgiving. That's a good time to yeah. just bring up the age difference at the table. That's when you do it. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering how many drinks it will take for me to start stirring the pot, because normally that's what my brother does. Oh, my yes. brother loves talking about politics, which he oh, doesn't God. care who's at the table or who he offends. He is staunchly on one side of the aisle and he doesn't care who knows it. So it should be an interesting discussion. And I'm trying to use or trying to accumulate all of my ammo before we get to the table. Mm -hmm. If it does come to that. Well, good luck to you. I cannot wait to hear your Thanksgiving story. The lovely Catherine and I are just going to go around the corner and have a Thanksgiving meal in the afternoon at one of our favorite restaurants. So it'll be nice. And then the cool thing is they give you extra food so that you have leftovers for the next day, which I think is cool. So oh. that'll be nice. Yeah, but we're not going to have the fireworks that it looks like you're going to have. So, man, can't wait to talk to you again on Monday. Coming up next on BetQL Daily, Kelly Ford from thelions.com. We'll talk college football rivalry week. And if you missed our conversation with Kate Constable about farts, that's all we <laughs> talked about particularly farting on a plane and why you should not do it. Unless you're Chelsea, who made a case for fart farting. Good God. Just download <laughs> and subscribe to the pod wherever you download your podcast. There are other things we talked about on this show besides farting. We actually handed out some plays as well, and we're going to do the same right now. Let's get to it. Time to place your bets. Chelsea. It's almost that time we can stuff our faces on Thanksgiving Day. So let's make some money while we're doing it. What do you got? Best bet of the weekend is going to be the over 48 between the Jags and the Texans. This is minus 115. I believe this has moved up to uh, 48 and a half. And for good reason. I think a lot of people are liking the over in this one because you look at two teams with two great young quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud, Trevor Lawrence, both of these offenses really finding their way over the last few weeks. And C.J. Stroud has been pretty good over the course of the season. And also, you look at these defenses, where this is their weakness against the pass. Both of these teams in the bottom 10 when it comes to opposing uh, offenses against the pass. The Texans giving up the eighth most pass yards. The Jags giving up the fourth most pass yards. So matchup-wise, should be a nice little matchup for both of these quarterbacks. And plus, you look at this Jags team, maybe they've been hitting the under, but I think it's because they've been facing some of the best defenses in the league. Over the last six games, they've faced four teams in the top eight of scoring defense. The Niners, Steelers, Saints, and Bills, not the same when you're facing the Texans, who are very middle of the pack. Uh, remember that Bengals game against the Texans? Finished 30-27. to 27. I think we see another shootout between two teams that want to throw the ball. I think points come aplenty in this Texans and Jags game. Let's hit the over 48 for minus 115. All right, Chelsea. Good luck to you. I am going... A little stick and puck. So glad to have hockey back. Devils at the Red Wings over six and a half at minus 137. I'm following the money here. 
because we're seeing seven already in a lot of spots. These are two teams who give up a lot of goals, especially recently. There have been at least seven goals in four of Jersey's last five games. There have been at least seven goals in four of Detroit's last six games. Meanwhile, Vitek Vanacek will be a net for the Devils. He's given up at least two goals or more in every game this season. Alex Leon making only his second start of the season for the wings. I don't think he's ready for this Devils attack. The over has also hit in four of the last five meetings between these two teams. Let's go Devils wings over six and a half in Motown. Ooh, hockey, 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 as if there weren't enough football games to choose from. But we appreciate you, Jinx, because your hockey picks have been pretty solid. All right, now it's time to get to the third member of our Best Bets crew, the Magic 8-Ball. Let us gaze upon the glorious Magic 8-Ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters? All right, A-Ball, let's end our week with some positivity, shall we? Can you like our picks, please? All right, what do we say about the Jags and the Texans over 48? Do we like it? A-Ball says, concentrate and ask again. Good God, let's just get this over with. All right, my sources say no. Great, grand, wonderful. How about the Devils and Red Wings over six and a half? A-Ball, do we like it? Cannot predict now. Good God, somebody has senioritis. A-Ball, give us an answer. A-Ball says, Outlook, good. Oh, okay. Whatever. You're either for us or against us both, A-Ball. If you want to check out the 8-Ball, in fact, if you want to stream every show on the BetQL network, it is easy. Twitch.tv slash BetQL. Tell us what else you got. All right, another over on the card for me. Going to go Commanders-Cowboys over 48. The Commanders have had some extremely high totals in their game. So if you're looking at this total saying, 48 points? What if it's a blowout? Well, actually, the Commanders are pretty well-equipped to play in a blowout. Sam Howell actually leads the league in passing yards. So even if they're down, I think they're going to continue fighting. Also, Commanders games, they've had five games this year with total scores of 50 points or higher. This team is built to score, but they're not built to defend. The worst passing defense in the entire league. I think the Cowboys are going to score a lot of points here, and I think the Commanders can at least uh, get some points in garbage time. Let's go over 48 for the Commanders and the Cowboys. Chelsea, love that pick as well. All right, I got to make this quick here. Here we go. I'm going back to the ice tonight and back to Detroit. Red Wings, money line, minus 145. This is just great value on this Devils team that simply I think is better. Detroit has won, or lost, I should say, four or five. And I mentioned Alex Leon and Nett. He's only started one game this season. Historically, he's a hard guy to trust. Plus, the Devils, sixth in scoring average, number one in the league on the power play. Devils money line, minus 145 in Detroit. How about a turkey day parlay? I'll make it nice and simple. Lions money line, Cowboys money line, Ole Miss money line, minus 114. Let's have some fun on Thanksgiving. That's a parlay for you. And then finally, on NFL Sunday, Broncos money line minus 135 hosting the Browns that Broncos defense has really come alive and as good as the Browns are on defense they are much worse away from home allowing around 30 points per game so it's night and day in Cleveland versus elsewhere also you can knock Russell Westbrook or Russell Wilson I should say (laughs) all you want he is a better quarterback than Dorian Thompson Robinson okay Russ this season 
quietly has put up some good numbers. It's going to be close, but the Broncos defense will be the difference here. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos money line minus 135. All right, time now for your BetQL five-star best bet for insight, analysis, historical trends, and more five-star best bets. Download the BetQL app. There he is. Smile on his face. It's the donkster ready for Thanksgiving. Got the microphone in the right place. Headphones on. Donkster, you've had a good week. Let's hear some winners. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. I'm having the best week on the show out of everyone. 76ers plus five and a half at the T-Wolves. Ducks, money line, minus 125, hosting the Habs. One time I farted in a barn and it lingered for two weeks. Oh, <laughs> Donkster, you're going back to the fart talk again? I thought we put that to bed with Kate. Holy Lord. Let's ask Aaron Hawksworth for BetQL Daily about something better than that. Aaron, good morning to you. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I thought we were talking farts. Farts comes up a lot on our show as well. Oh, Aaron, we had a whole segment. Farting a on a plane. Segment. Should it be a federal uh, offense? Do you have a take here? Yes, I in the last year I have sat behind someone who was farting like every five minutes. Go to the doctor. <laughs> like this is unacceptable. I am just like I did not sign up for this. That is awful. You should be kicked off the plane for that. But both Joe and Paul have been have admitted they fart at the gym while they're stretching or on the treadmill. <laughs> That should be purposefully, or does it kind of leak out? Like that's the problem. I think if there is intent and you do it on out, purpose, Eddie hope no one heard it, but his wife definitely heard it. So I'm thinking everyone else heard it. Too. <laughs> huh. We've got to ask him next time he comes on the show. Be like, we heard a rumor Please. that you've been farting Please. at the gym, and you got to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Please, he goes to Orange Theory. I can tell you all the details. <laughs> Oh, wow. Well. Note to self, up. don't sign up for any classes at Orange Theory. I'm put that in the old memory bank there. Thank you, Aaron. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a great show. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. That's it for this edition show. of the Daily Tip from BetQL. What a show. It is presented by BetMGM for Chelsea, Bill Rowland, Mappasani, David Double D Dykstra, and the Donkster. I'm Michael Jenkins. Stay fit and humble. Have a very happy Thanksgiving. And whatever you do, Stop farting on airplanes. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.